Welcome to Leaders on the Rise. I'm Lydia Pierre, founder and CEO of Pierre Branding Group. We help create stories that resonate with audiences to forge unforgettable, unique brand experiences. These stories ultimately become infused with all aspects of the client's branding, thereby turning entrepreneurs into media celebrities by growing their authority and helping them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show. We'll reveal to you how you can be our next guest in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. Hello there and welcome to Leaders on the Rise. I'm your host, Lydia Pierre, CEO of Pierre Branding Group. And today we have a very special guest. He is the owner of Slick Media, but he's also a partner at With My Coffee, which is a virtual assist, um, staffing agency, which helps individuals get a, what they call a virtual art director within their company. Hey, Andrew. Hey, Lydia. How's it going? Glad to be here. Oh, absolutely. Thank you for being with us today. Yes, Andrew. So tell us about yourself. How did you get into this space? Um, and just kind of tell us your story. Sure. I mean, uh, I'll try to say this in a, like a nutshell as quickly as I can, yes. but uh, I've always been in the marketing space, you know, I've been very self-driven. Uh, what started off as a side hustle, you know, eventually became a full-time hustle. And that was the creation of my first social media creative agency, which is Slick Media. So we've been around for almost a decade now, like servicing restaurant clients, food and hospitality is kind of our, our niche area. And then uh, more recently, um, I started building out a virtual staffing agency called With My Coffee. Uh, we're specializing in servicing what we call a virtual art director, which is basically somebody who can help you like take, take ownership of your creative needs, You know, really help you grow a creative division and grow that team, and then help you scale to the next level. Because there are so many different creative options out there, like on Fiverr and Upwork, but oftentimes they're just, you know, low level creatives, junior creatives versus what I'm trying to bring to the table, somebody more experienced, somebody more leader, like leadership driven, more of a managerial role that can really help you grow. Right. And I'm assuming someone who's actually part of the team or essentially feels yeah. like they're part of that brand, right? Because the idea behind building a brand um, in that space is you want someone who has knowledge of the brand, has some kind of an uh, understanding of what you're trying to create and build instead of a one-off kind of a person that you might get through Fiverr and things of that nature, I'm assuming. 100%. Yeah, definitely not project-based work. You know, like the goal here is for them to be integrated to your team, just as just as if you had another employee. Um, that's the only way for somebody to really understand where you're going and actually help get you there. Exactly, exactly. Because like we said, branding is the journey. It's not mm-hmm. something that's just transactional or just a one-time thing. So being able to have an art director, I think that's amazing. I know I'm in need of that as well. So talk to us a little bit more about how that idea came about. Because I know you have a social media agency. And a lot of times I know in that space, you need graphics, you need content, you need content, you need more content, then you need content <laughs> after that. So, <laughs> so what made you feel that there was a need and how did you feel that need? Sure. So with my coffee actually started as uh, a solution to my own problem. So on mm-hmm. the slick media side, you know, as we were continuing to grow, like you mentioned, content is king. So there was always going to, there was always a need to push up more content. So the more clients I had, the more designers I needed because the more content had to be pushed out. Like that was really just the one-to-one correlation there. Uh, but as I continued to grow, I started realizing that, Hey, I wasn't getting the type of work that I wanted out of the team that I currently had. 
Um, at the same time, it was also uh, becoming a very high labor cost because you know you can imagine that senior designer roles in the U.S. like they're they're just it's costing a lot. Um, so you know, jumping back to when COVID happened. I initially had a physical office. Then COVID happened. I went remote. I started branching out, exploring what opportunities are there because you know remote working is the future now. Remote working is now. So why should I let the geographic location of my employee matter? Because if it's good talent, it's good talent, right? And let's bring that talent to my team. So when I kind of broke through that that mindset and like started exploring my options, I was able to assemble a team. Of really highly skilled, just creatives that have been able to help me grow that division, really streamline my creative process, and then from there, I, I realized that hey, you know, this problem is probably something that a lot of business owners are experiencing. You know, other ones in the agency space, anybody that's dealing with creative output as part of their deliverable or service, like it's probably a bottleneck that they're hitting as well. Whether it's from a quality and skill set standpoint, or whether it's from like a financial like labor cost standpoint. That was something that I could help service because I just solved it for myself. So then, that's the or, origin story for with my coffee. We started branching out, developing a virtual staffing agency that focuses entirely on just that niche. Because I'm, I'm not trying to cover, you know, the project-based work that you can cover on Fiverr. No, like I'm trying to service that mid-level role that could help you grow because you need to, you know, bring in more skill sets, more leadership, more quality of work, etc. Oh, that's amazing. And to see that it actually came out of a problem that you were having that you were able to solve for yourself and in the midst of COVID at that, right? Yeah. So <laughs> to be able to start a new venture in the middle of a pandemic, what was that like for you? And I mean, that of course, that was a risk that you took at the time and it was you had to bet on yourself and all that good stuff. So what made you feel like that that was the best time to even do such a thing? Uh I, I would say a large part of it is because of the remote working culture that developed coming, right. you know, into the pandemic and out of it. Um, just the overall acceptance of it, right? Like if you think back, like back five years, there was if, if you if you heard of a company and they told you they had no office, you kind of looked down on them. Oh, you're mm-hmm. not big enough. You why don't, why don't you have an office? But now you see huge enterprises like Twitter just shutting down their offices entirely, let their workers work at home. So I, I think a large piece of it was the acceptance of remote work and remote work culture that allowed for me to really push towards this direction. Um, Because I also think there's a taboo around the term, you know, virtual assistant, virtual anything. But then in actuality, if you think about it now, we're all virtual, right? Like I'm working with somebody who's in New York, or I'm working with somebody who's in Turkey, or like wherever, does it really matter? At the end of the day, if they're doing quality work, and they're part of your team, that's that should be the main piece of it. Right. I I mean, absolutely. And for for it to take a pandemic to actually help normalize that. I mean, (laughs) I mean, that's part of being entrepreneur, right? It's kind of seeing opportunities where they aren't and creating a new lane or something innovative, because I feel like a lot of people tend to confuse the term entrepreneur with business owner. Um, And a lot of time business owner is just really someone who's duplicating or trying to buy into a business that already exists. But as an entrepreneur, like you did, you created something completely new where there's no blueprint, nobody who did it before that you could say, oh, maybe I'll do the same thing, but just make it a little bit better. Mm-hmm. What was that like for you? Just kind of creating this whole new space with no kind of trailblaze for you before? Uh, I mean, I, I think the solution itself was easy enough because I had mm-hmm. already mapped it out for myself, right? I, I was essentially my own guinea pig, my own MVP. Like I already figured out the solution. 
from there, it was more so figuring out the best way to present this to the audience, like to, to a client audience, because it, it's kind of a spiel, right? It's not as easy to say, hey, I'm gonna give you a creative period, hire me. Like it doesn't work that way. Like it's more of a conversation about, you know, is this the right need for you? Like, because what I am delivering is a very niche solution to a very niche problem. But if, if you yourself just need a designer to help work on a project for like two weeks, I'm probably not the right solution for you. So wow. I think figuring out, you know, how to best brand the company and how to best present that message was definitely where a lot of the effort went towards. Oh, you know, I love the word brand. So that was that's my little trigger word because, you know, I'm, I'm a brand manager. So I love to talk about branding. I love to talk about anything that has to do with messaging and such. So how did you package? How did you decide? Because the name of the company is With My Coffee, which how did you come up with that name? And what did you feel that that was going to signify for your clients in the future? Sure. So the name actually has no relevance to anything that we're doing. <laughs> um, the, the name itself was completely random. Like me and my partners were just brainstorming different ideas. And at first we jumped towards the generic terms like, oh, you know, something, something, staffing agency, something, something, staffing, whatever, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And then we started riffing back towards just random keywords. And then I had told them about this internal process that I used at my other company. Um, it was it was basically called a with my coffee email. What I what I essentially do is I have my primary like uh, team leads send me an email every Monday morning that kind of snapshots their priorities for the week, and I coined it with my coffee because I would read those emails at 10 a.m. in the morning when I'm drinking my coffee. So I, I was explaining that to my partners on a completely unrelated note. They were like, "Hey, I really like that name. Can we use that for the staffing agency?" Um, just because it's clever and just because it would start a conversation. And yes. our main goal going into this right now was to be able to have the conversation because this is not going to be a one-line sell. This was a very, like a very involved, like, hey, let me find a solution for your specific problem. So we decided to run with it and it became with my coffee <laughs> as wow. for a staffing agency. That's amazing. And to take it from a conversation, like literally because you need to have a conversation in order to pitch this idea. And then it, it became a conversation starter. I love yeah. <laughs> it. I love how you were able to make that connection. So um, that, that's very interesting that you're able to do that. So, of course, the show is more so about helping the audience be able to see ways that they can, as entrepreneurs who are starting their own venture, whether it's a new space, a new lane, something that no one's ever done, to be able to see how when you hit that brick wall, which we tend to hit, and I'm not sure if you hit it yet, <laughs> but <laughs> if, if you did, how did you push through to keep going with this concept? I mean, I, I think to be a really good entrepreneur, you just need to be a good problem solver. Um, to be a good problem solver, you also need to be resourceful. So understanding those two points, there's not, there's never just one answer to your problem, right? You need to be able to find other ways to get there. Because you know that you need to get from point A to point B, but it may end up being like a zigzag route. It may be like a loop and then you end up coming there, but you just need to get there. So as long as you focus on that part of it and are willing to you know, consider other options, consider what's out there, then you'll eventually find your solution. But if you're going into a situation thinking that there's only one right answer and how come I can't apply this answer to this problem, then you're just going to get stuck. Right, right. And it, and it's a lot of trial and error as well, as to your point, was this, was that something that you had to kind of go through trial and error, trying to see what worked, what didn't work? A little bit, yeah. I mean, we 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 went like you know, just thinking back to my actual 
problem itself and how I solved for it. We tried different methods of hiring. We tried different teams to hire different levels. And it just, every single one got me a little bit closer and it solved for like a certain piece of it, but it wasn't like the full solution. So I think every single attempt that you take, you learn something from it. So it's building on that until you get to the right answer because you're not going to hit the right answer uh, on your first try. Right, right, right. So being patient with yourself, forgiving yourself and just leaving room for growth, of course. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> yeah. every, everything you do is a learning experience, right? Whether you win or fail. So as long as you recognize that, then you can continue going forward. I love that. Yes, that's absolutely true. And as far as the the, the role that the virtual director, art director plays, mm-hmm. how how is that process? And who is, I know we talked about your ideal client, but if you were to kind of talk to them right now and let them know you're talking to them, who is that niche client and how do they get in touch with you or learn about the process? Sure. So I would say if you're in a space or you have a business where creative output is part of your service offering or pro- or product offering, um, that's definitely the starting point. From there, if you are having struggles with scaling a team or just finding you know, opportunities to separate yourself from the day-to-day creative management, like I, if, if you're mic- micromanaging your creative process right now, then come talk to me. Because my goal with the help virtual art director is to help remove you from that micromanagement role. Let's put somebody in place to help run the team on your behalf. Um, in terms of how to reach me, you know, easiest way is Andrew at withmycoffee.com, or you can check out our website, which is just withmycoffee.com. Awesome. Awesome. And this is me asking for myself because I do need a virtual art director. It sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So does the virtual art director themselves provide the graphics or do they just work with a team behind them that you provide that kind of creates all of the content and things like that? What's that process? They'll be the one that's actually providing the graphics. So, I mean, uh, at that point, you can kind of you could scale it indefinitely because uh, let, let me let me actually drill it back here. Okay. Um, the first thing we do is a discovery session with a potential client to find out what exactly they need. Like, let's say, for example, you have a need for somebody who actually is a video editor with motion graphic experience. Then I'm going to vet for somebody that has that core foundational skill set because they need to be able to do the work, you know, first and foremost. After that, it's layering in the leadership qualities, the seniority, the management experience, et cetera, et cetera, until we find somebody that fits your need. Now, for like an extreme uh, scenario, you can scale that because let's say you start with one and then that person becomes your right-hand person. You know, they understand your brand through and through, but then now you want to build on it. What if you hire like two more that work underneath him? And all of a sudden now you have this one individual that's leading your team of creatives that you don't have to touch anymore because that person understands where you want to go. Like that's kind of the end goal here, right? Like where you can scale it towards. And that's why I think businesses that are focusing on like creative output, is where like the real need could be because their workload or their capacity as a business is going to scale alongside their team's capacity to output it. Mm, I like that because that's, and as, as, as your clientele grows, your team's going to need to grow as well as the additional output. So exactly. Exactly. uh, Yes. And scaling is something that you also help clients do, right? Yeah, no, we strategize about that. We can consult on it, figure out the best way to craft a team that will help you lay the foundation for that growth. That's amazing. That's amazing. And you yourself, you were able to grow your company by what, like from 10 to 40 in two years? Yeah, we, I mean, I, I would, I would say like, you know, we, we've been around for a decade now for slick media. The first few years, like it, it's, it's rocky, right? Cause we're still figuring things out. But once we found that sweet spot, that niche, uh, we exploded. I mean, just just on my creative team, I went from one designer to seven. Like the team is just outputting content all the time because I am in the social media space. 
And then, yeah, as an overall, the team makeup is probably around 40, 50 people right now. Oh my gosh. That's how do you manage that many people? <laughs> Have a lot of managers underneath you. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, okay. So we talked about your ideal client. We talked about how they can get to you. They go to withmycoffee.com to be able to learn more about this amazing service and how you can get a virtual art director. And of course, if you are a company that has creative output as a deliverable, this is definitely the person you need to speak with to be able to get that done. So definitely book your discovery session um, as well as making sure that you just learn more about the amazing things he's doing, because I mean, this is definitely a leader on the rise <laughs> and I'm sure Thank there's you. not going to be the only space that we hear about you. Tell us a little bit about um, Slick Media while you're here. What are some of the things you do in that space? Yeah. So Slick Media is a social media creative agency. Uh, you know, we do everything from content creation, social like content strategy, uh, community management, and then into like ads management, influencer management as well. Uh, we, we try to be, you know, basically an all-in-one uh, solution mm-hmm. for anybody who's looking for social media services. And we do have a pretty strong specialization in the restaurant and hospitality sector. That's awesome. How did you get into that piece? Like, what was it about the hospitality sector that really rang, like kind of resonated with you? Uh, so, I mean, in the very beginning, my business partner has a, had a really strong uh, background in restaurant just restaurant ownership and management. So we essentially right. coupled his understanding of the restaurant world, my understanding of marketing and just brought that together. So if you think about, you know, a conversation with a client now, it's not just, hey, client, do this because as a marketing company, I believe it's the right answer, but it's do this because as a restaurant owner and a marketing company, we believe it's the right answer. So it brings a different level of credibility to the table because you understand where they're coming from. Oh, I love that. I love that. And I think that's something that a lot of people need to try and consider when building any kind of business, especially in a new space, is having experts as part of your team, whether they're advisors or partners, Mm -hmm. anything like that, because of the credibility it adds to the brand, to the concept, and to the solutions that you provide. Right, right. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, well, thank you so much. I know you said you had a gift for the audience. Is that still something that's on the table? (laughs) I I need to finalize it with the team. But yes, we we were trying to package up something. (laughs) Awesome, awesome. So whenever we release this audio, you guys will be able to tune in and be able to see and learn more about that gift and also be able to work with withmycoffee.com so you can learn more again. Thank you so much, Andrew. Thank you for everything for being on the show. Any last words that you want to share? Last words of encouragement or anything? Good luck. You know, be stubborn, (laughs) power through it. (laughs) But yeah, no, thanks for having me. It was great. Thank you so much. Well, tune in again next time, guys, for Leaders on the Rise, where we have another amazing leader who's doing great things in their space. Thank you for tuning in. Lydia here. Thank you so much for listening to Leaders on the Rise. If you are a successful CEO, founder, C-suite executive, decision maker, successful business leader, or an influential entrepreneur who would like to be on this podcast, please visit pierrebrandinggroup.com slash podcast to apply. If you got something out of this interview you would like to share on social media, just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag LeadersOnTheRise. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, 
go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show, and they mean so much to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, pierrebrandygroup.com, or follow me on LinkedIn and Instagram at LydiaPierre underscore. Thanks for listening. We will see you next time.